We've yeah. got uh, we've got our first caller of the day. I'm familiar with this gentleman, David Gibbs, a former college roommate of mine, former player at the University of Colorado, former off, uh, defensive coordinator at Auburn, current co-defensive coordinator for UCF with Gus Miles on over there in Orlando, and interestingly, co-defensive coordinator with his former middle linebacker when he was the coordinator at Auburn. David Gibbs, welcome. All right, man, how y'all doing? Hey, doing good, David doing Gibbs, good. how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great this morning, man. Y'all, I tell you what, man. You two, listen, listen to you guys talk. I don't need to say anything. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to say yes and no, and y'all just keep right on rolling. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are professionals. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. give you leading <laughs> yeah. questions. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. How, how are things in Orlando? Are, are you in Orlando? You've been at the beach. I'm uh, I'm back in Orlando, but uh, spent a little time on the beach. Uh, but you know the way this uh, college football is right now, the recruiting thing's never ending. So I was even gonna... when you're on the beach, you're on your phone. Yeah, how you know? That's one of my questions, real quick. Is uh, is there a break anymore? I mean, or is it literally almost a, a three sixty five? You know, just constant pressure to between recruiting and everything else that's going on. I mean, how how do you guys get to relax at all? I'm not sure that you do. They they tell you they tell you you're on vacation, and then you uh, they also <laughs> you get texts and emails and phone calls every day telling you to, have you talked to this kid, this kid's parents. It, yeah, it, but you know what? It's 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 a good it's a good profession. It just it we've turned this thing into three sixty five, and uh, it's 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 crazy right now. But it, you know everybody's everybody's got the same issues, and everybody's you know out there working their tails off trying to do the best they can. You know, I was thinking, David, you, you were at Auburn back in 2005. And, of course, you know, I, I, I've followed you, you know, ever since we were roommates in your career. And so I'm basically familiar with the, uh, the defensive concept that you wanted to use as a base down there. And where I'm going with this is here we are uh, 17 years later, and it's just fascinating and astounding to consider all the changes that have happened with college football in those 17 years. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is you know now nowadays with the NIL money and I'm sure um I'm not sure what your you know your your listening audience is as far as athletics and all all that goes but it it, it in a, the whole NIL deal has changed college the landscape of college football which I'm not saying it's a bad thing but it's changed it the recruiting has changed it the only thing that has stayed the same the funny part about that the only thing that stayed the same is the X's and O's yeah <laughs> there's only Right. There's only so many offensive plays you can run. There's only so many defensive schemes you can run. Uh, but everything else has just been tenfold. And you know, at the same time, it's like, it's like everything else in this world right now. You got to you got to adjust, and you either adapt or 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 you become a, a dinosaur and you fade away. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was thinking too with respect to recruiting. Um, you know, I guess it was sold as an advantage, but for y'all within the profession, uh, when they had the early recruiting period, right, the early signing days now in December, whereas the, you know, the traditional one was in February, uh, it, it seems to an outsider that really the, the early one has now become the main one, but it puts you guys in an awkward position to, to have to do a lot of recruiting earlier than, than, than before. Uh, I mean, how, how has that changed the game? Well, you know, I, I think it's changed the game for the kids and the kids, the the high school kids, the prospects, the recruits, and their their families because these kids are, you know, seventeen years old and and they're they're having to make decisions, you know, in in June and July, which you see all over social media right now. Kids are making decisions even though they don't sign until December. They they start taking their official visits and it it just it, just, it has sped up the process. And I, I think it was. 
and I, I don't know this. I've never coached in basketball, but I think basketball started it. Just you know the early, you know, uh, early commitments, early all that, and then with football, just having so many scholarships, you you just have so many more official visits, and so many more people you have to recruit to you know to to fill your quota and fill your scholarships. So that to me, it's just I don't know. If, if I was a parent, I wouldn't like it, but. I'm not, I mean, I am a parent, but my kid, <laughs> yeah. my kid's not, not my kid's not as good as, as most of these guys I'm recruiting. But uh, that's that's for another radio show. Yeah, hey David, let me ask you this, and I hadn't thought about it, and and you may not know the answer to this, but uh, you know, with uh, I mean, seventeen year old kids are now getting you know these deals, and, and you know, some is already I mean, significant money now at seventeen, and. I think those numbers are probably going to keep going up uh, in the future unless something kind of gets negotiated out. But uh, is there any kind of, you know, are the universities or, or outside entities, is there any kind of financial management, you know, being offered to, to people? Or are they, you know, some of these guys just getting a million dollars and just said, man, good luck with it. <laughs> Y'all are in the right state to ask those questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Central Florida, man. I don't have those answers. <laughs> but, no, it, I just, I didn't, I just, you know, I was sitting here thinking about it. I mean, I know, like, you always hear the stories of people that get into the pros, and you know, I mean, there's so many people after them trying to to get a shot at, at some of this money, and now, I mean, you're just taking it down to a younger age, and uh, you know, I mean, dang, if if I was 17 or 18, somebody gave me, you know, any money, I would have probably blown it on something. And uh, I just, I was just wondering if is is there any kind of behind the scenes stuff going on like that? You you already know good 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 uh, Jedi question there, but you already know the answer to it. it yeah. It's, they, they got to put a cap on it. It, it it's and and I I believe it was Coach Saban who said it first that it, you just can't. There's there there'll be about ten or fifteen teams who can c- compete for a national championship every year if they don't put a cap on it because right, right. So, so many universities cannot compete. It, I mean it's it's logical. It, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that you we can't ask. I'm not going to say my school. We can't ask some schools yeah. to try to compete with the other schools. You just can't do it. And at the end of the day, people say money's not that important. Yeah. But <laughs> again, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know who's driving this 17 year old kid. You don't. That's the other thing about recruiting. You don't. You don't. It might be his mama. It might be his grandmama. It might be his daddy. It might be his high school coach. It might be his nowadays all these street agents and uh, trainers and all. You know. You just don't know. It's and and bas- like I said, basketball has been doing this. They, they they got about a ten year head start on football, but the only advantage they have is they only have so many scholarships. All of a sudden, I don't even know how many college uh, basketball scholarships they get every year. But all of a sudden, you, do, you let's say it's twelve. All of a sudden, you go to eighty five. Yeah, how, right. How do you pay eighty five players. You know, you see people get if they're on scholarship, they get fifty thousand dollars. Well, who who who's who's paying the fifty thousand dollars for eighty five? Yeah, college athletes here, and 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 it again, it it's it's never ending. They, they they will put a cap on it, but until they do, it's it's the wild wild west. Well, look, uh, David, you're you're in Orlando, and I know when you landed in Orlando, you kind of said y'all, you know, you and the staff looked around and thought, man, we're we're in a really cool town with some really great facilities in the state of Florida, where there are a lot of really great kids. I mean, you know, what's been your experience down there at UCF in Orlando? Are you uh, still enjoying it as you look towards the future? Oh yeah, let me tell you. Every coach who's left here has to to a man has said they're crazy to have left. They should they should have all stayed. And I, again, I'm not putting words in their mouth. 
I'm just telling you, you you can build something uh, living here. Just you know, the the university, uh, the the amount of potential with you know the recruiting base clearly is an advantage. And you know, it's just a matter of time until somebody stays, which Coach Malzahn's staying. He's not going anywhere. So right, we're, right. we're excited about the future. We 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 think we've. Uh, we think we've landed in the perfect spot. I tell you, man, it's a it, it is a fantastic area, and just oh, the resources. Yeah. And I mean, who wouldn't want to live down in that area or spend a few years down there anyway? Well, uh, and I don't even know that you really have to go anywhere. I mean, like I said, it's just packed with you know with talent, and um, it's the catbird seat. You, you look at the yeah. uh, the marketing department's been real good uh, during some of these space launches to try and tickle out at NASA and see if they can't do some sort of promotional sponsor uh, of the bounce house, right? Isn't that what y'all call the stadium? Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. That, that so so many of our alumni or our graduates go and work at NASA and, and uh, you know the bounce house. I think we're forty and two in our last forty two games. Wow, there. that's it, amazing. It, it, it's a it's a special place. I mean, yeah. it is. I mean, we're 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 you know clearly we're we're one of those programs that's on the rise. They've been on the rise for a while. It's not like UCF hadn't won a bunch of football games. Sure, for sure. It's, it's, hey, oh, go ahead. But, no, just trying to be elite, trying to move into the elite, change the narrative and get into the elite of college football. And, you know, the the whole NIL and the financial, eventually it's going to happen. We just got such a young fan base. Our, I want to say our fan base, how, how about this? Our average um, alumni, I want to say, is like 37 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is astounding. That? Good grief. Yeah. Something crazy. Well, I, how about this? Uh, I got a couple of questions, too. Uh you know, one, if you could go back, you know, whatever, 30 years ago, tell the young David Gibbs, uh, you know, one thing, people trying to get into coaching today, one thing you could tell them about, uh, you know, something you may have done differently or what's led to the success that you've had. That's one question. And then the other, um, living with a young Brock Murphy, uh, you know, he's <laughs> he's told us all about how he was, uh, you know, all the all the contributions he made to the Colorado National Championship team out there. He was, the heart, he was the heartbeat of the team. I think you know better, David. Uh, hey, no, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with part B because I can't remember what part A was. <laughs> part, plus, I know most of the people listening on the radio so have listened to Brock, and they know Brock. Brock was if we wouldn't have Brock Murphy, we would not have won. Yeah, that's what I'm saying yeah, right there. Right. That's what I'm saying without, without a doubt. Yeah, I'm yeah. going. At, him going out and catching punts from Tom Ruin. That yeah, that yeah. made it right. Right. <laughs> no, Brock. Hey, we actually don't don't tell anybody this. We actually played. Tackle football on Sunday sometimes after games on Saturday. Yeah. And Brock actually played with us. Yeah, 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 that's right. Well, now I'll tell you – I tell you what's funny. David was so good. You know, we were a bunch of idiots that were back there behind the uh, the apartment, and uh, I fancied myself pretty speedy among the idiots. And David came out one time, and it was like it was like the roadrunner. He'd come up to someone and just kind of collar them, bring them down, so that nobody was going to get injured. And I, I don't know if you remember, Giver uh, McLuhan came out and joined us one time. And I've tried to explain to people, you know, when you get a, 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 that that kind of an individual on the field, it almost didn't matter uh, if the pass went more than about twenty yards; it was intercepted because you know what we tell passes as you knew too yeah no those, those were the good old days but brock actually tutored us hey, that, he, he was a, he was a main component to the national <laughs> that's, that's what i'm that's what i'm talking about right yeah, there yeah right but, uh, man uh one thing too i mean you know i know you you came from a football family but how did you get like you know from growing up and and or, or being at auburn going to auburn high school and making that uh move out to colorado how did that come about well my, my father was coaching it 
with the Denver Broncos at the time. Okay. My parents were divorced. And my, yeah, so I, I, I the only reason I swear, the first time I ever stepped foot on campus at the University of Colorado, never been there, never been in the state of Colorado, was the day my dad dropped me off to college. Wow. I, I, did, I had no clue. But wow. I, I did know this. I knew I wasn't good enough to play, to play at Auburn or Alabama. <laughs> I, I knew I had to leave, get out of that part of the country. Where I had no chance to play college football. Well, we're on, we're on the air with uh, David Gibbs, co-defensive coordinator at UCF, my former college roommate. And uh, David, by the way, um, you had a pretty special little trip up to Canton, Ohio, didn't you, last week uh, to celebrate that, Dad? Yeah, no, it, it was a great deal. He he got an uh, award of excellence, uh, which first time they the Hall of Fame has actually given awards to assistant coaches, trainers, manage, equipment managers, um, you know, people in the front office. And they actually, the, the, the coolest part was we didn't know they actually had start, they got a, they have started a new wall in the Hall of Fame itself where they're going to start, you know, putting up plaques and, and names of these people, which is awesome. And, and, and the sad thing is it should have been done a long time ago. Sure, sure. Um, because, you know, every time that you see an NFL Hall of Famer get up there and accept this, his jacket and his award, he, he's always thanking the coaches, the trainers, the sure, managers, sure. Uh, the people, you know, and the people who were in it for, you know, 25 plus years are the people who, in my opinion, deserved it yeah. to be awarded. But it was, it was a great deal. No, no doubt. And by the way, I, I remember you posted about a few Hall of Famers that you had the opportunity to coach there with the Denver Broncos, right? Yep. No, I, I, I've been blessed. Uh, spending nine years in the NFL, you know, Post a few of them. I'm not going to name drop. I'm not going to be that guy that gets on the radio and name <laughs> drops. But yeah, it, it was awesome to see them and uh, well, not see them, but see their their awards and, and reminisce about the good old days. Yep, that sounds well, right. It's been an amazing career, and uh, you know, you you got to be uh, proud of it. Looking back on it, and you know, we talk a, a lot here too about just teachers and coaches and all that, and the impact that they have on other people and. And I would think when you get to the professional ranks that the, the impact those people have on you as well. Yeah, there's no question. I, t- I tell people all the time, you, you know, you, you learn as much from the players as they, as they learn from you. Um, and especially because I was blessed because I was there when I was younger. And so I was learning from these, these great players, but, but it also, now that I'm back in the college game, it allows me to help these young guys understand that, Hey, I learned from, somebody who's in the hall of fame i i'm not i didn't just make this up because yeah. you know now, nowadays these these young people I, I can say young people because i have an 18 year old son and a 16 <laughs> right. year old daughter so I, I live it every day of my life <laughs> and if you don't have some kind of oh i th- this guy taught me this or th- this is why i do this they these young people look at you like you're crazy nowadays so yeah um no it, it's been a blessing both ways but yeah back learning from from all those great players and all those great coaches has only, you know, helped me be a better teacher now that I'm back in the college game. Yeah. Well, man, we got to run, David, but we appreciate you uh, taking time to join us this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, David. Awesome, and, and, and by the oh, way, say, awesome. say hello to Dave. Uh, say hello to Debbie. Say hello to Hudson. Say hello to Charlie Grace, who, by the way, is crushing it in crew right now, even as Hud's looking That's to extend cool. his football career. Okay, we, y'all got to go, Brock. You can't just keep talking. Man. You, you heard. <laughs> well, David, take with you all those lessons Brock taught, taught you long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Will do, man. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> all right. Have, have a great, great day. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, there's David Gibbs, the co-defensive coordinator for UCF. <laughs>